0: My guest right now is the Dean of Pittsburgh Hockey Journalists. It's a pleasure to welcome a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame Writers' Wing from DKPittsburghSports.com. He is Dave Molinari. Davey, welcome. You spoke to Jim Rutherford today, the GM, and he had some good news for the playoff opener, August 1st versus Montreal, didn't he?
1: Well, he did in that he said that as of today, he expects that all of his players you know, will be healthy and available for uh, game one against Montreal. And, you know, the obvious significance of that is that Sidney Crosby has uh, not been spotted on the ice since Saturday. And because of the current uh, NHL regulations, the Penguins really can't uh, say much about any injured or ill players' condition. So to get kind of a uh, a blanket statement like that from uh from the GM was about as good a confirmation as you could hope to receive that um, what we've been hearing about Crosby's situation not being terribly serious uh, is in fact accurate.
0: Well, it's not fair to speculate about Sid or indeed anybody hurt, but the NHL's new policy that you just talked about, it pretty much invites that, doesn't it?
1: It certainly does. I actually wrote something uh, for that a couple of weeks ago, or a feature we have called our Friday Insider, uh, saying that you're you're simply inviting, you know, unnecessary speculation when you when you decline to identify the the nature of of a player's absence or the reason for a player's absence. Um, if there's a stigma associated with coronavirus, uh, I'm not aware of it. You know, it, it's not as if it's something that you. Uh, contract necessarily through some terribly antisocial or illegal activity it's not syphilis
0: um, is what we're saying here
1: well that yeah that, that's uh, one way to express it and so i i'm not sure you know if uh when when uh players uh have flu-like ailments you know teams have always uh been pretty open about saying so i'm certainly not equating coronavirus to the flu but that's a uh you know, a common wintertime ailment. Um, so I, I I really don't see what what the issue would be with uh, with saying that that that's uh, what's causing an occasional player to be sidelined. It actually doesn't seem like uh, many of them are, are missing time because of it, and it's hard to believe that that would actually be the uh, the issue with Crosby unless he received his diagnosis in mid scrimmage on Saturday, which <laughs> seems kind of unlikely. Uh, you know, it seems much more like he tweaked something, or something just didn't feel quite right to him, and so they're uh, they're having him stay off the ice just a, as a precaution. But yeah, it uh, you know the NHL seems to be inviting speculation here that that really could be easily avoided.
0: Well, good for Jim Rutherford for, for finding a way around that with what he said today. Now, how do you rate the Penguins' chances in this playoff, Davey? Because on paper, that's a damn good team, and it's finally healthy.
1: It certainly is, and it's fairly healthy. And It's healthy by Penguin standards because right now they only have two guys, not counting Crosby, who won't be playing, that being Nick Bukestad and uh, Dom Simone. Um, at at this point I see them as, as a team that could win a best of seven series against anybody, and I mean that quite literally, any opponent. I don't know that they're capable of doing it four times in a row or five if you want to throw in the qualifying round against Montreal, although, you know, if a series against the Canadiens is competitive, then I take back everything I say about <laughs> the Penguins being able to, you know, win a best of seven against anybody because you know, despite uh, the potential excellence of Carey Price, the Penguins simply have it all over Montreal in terms of personnel.
0: Now, uh, let's stay with that position. Is there a goalie discussion, if not a full-blown controversy here in Pittsburgh? And how do you expect Mike Sullivan to address the goaltending in the playoffs?
1: Well, I, I think that barring a an injury or a an almost incomprehensible implosion by Matt Murray, that he will be the starter uh, in game one. I think that Tristan Jari, as good as uh, he has looked in camp so far, that what he's playing for now is to help determine the length of the leash that Matt Murray will be on. Uh, If Murray would really struggle against the Canadians, I think Jari has, has played well enough this season that uh, Mike Sullivan could be reasonably confident that he would do a good job if, if he were called upon. But, I, you know, I think it's pretty clear that Mike Sullivan has a very strong belief in, in Matt Murray, which is understandable considering that they won two Stanley Cups together. Um, so I, I do think that, that the job is his with almost no chance uh, of losing it between now and August 1st.
0: What about after August first? If he struggles, how short will the leash be? Well, I, I think that will be determined in part by
1: by how Jari performs, you know, over over the rest of this camp, and uh, also possibly in the exhibition game that they'll play against the Flyers on on the twenty eighth. That will be the closest thing to a real game that. Uh, that they'll play in before they, they face the Canadians. And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see both goalies get some, get some work in that game. So, you know, that, that could ultimately influence Mike Sullivan's decision too. Uh, And let me, you know, say all of this with the caveat that Mike Sullivan is not going to give us any indication (laughs) uh, of what his goaltending plans are. So this is all, uh, you know, an attempt at reading the tea leaves and, and things like that. But um I you know, his uh his faith in, in Matt Murray is, is pretty well established. But if you know in a, a best of five series, if Murray would really seem to be out of sync, I think uh I think Sullivan could be comfortable turning to Tristan Jari.
0: We're talking to Dave Molinari from DK Pittsburgh Sports dot com here on the home of the Penguins one oh five nine the X. Uh Davey Matt Murray has rarely played as well as he did in 16 and 17 in the years since. Uh, what do you think's gone wrong for him? Because it's not easily explained, is it?
1: No, it isn't. And if you really want a good explanation, you've come to the wrong guy. Um, you know, I, I can't, you know, offer any, any sort of uh, keen insight into why his game has slipped out, out of sync. It, you know there doesn't seem to be any significant physical issue that he's had um, nothing that that really you know, would explain why he's had some some troughs in in his performance and and why he hasn't gotten back to to the level he reached uh particularly in those playoffs uh although performing at the level he did in those playoffs on a regular basis it might, might be a bit much to ex- expect of any goaltender. But, you know, I, I also don't think it's out of the question that, that he could get his game back to that level. He's, you know, he's still just approaching what, what should be the prime of his career. So I, I think it's uh, it would certainly be premature to write him off
0: at this point. We hear Evgeny Malkin looks great at camp, but uh, that's no surprise. He was really the Penguins' best player all year, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he uh,
1: he had an excellent season, a great bounce back season after, you know, his 18-19 uh, season was was one to forget. And I, I caused some, I think, uh, justifiable concern that he might have been getting to the end of the road a, a little sooner than, than a lot of us had anticipated. But I think he's pretty much dispelled those notions and with, you know, with a strong regular season. And, you know, uh, you don't want to read too much in, into the first week of training camp, but he's pretty much picked up where, where he left off and uh, looks like he could be downright dominant uh, once the games get going again. That's, that's got to be something very encouraging for the Penguins. If they are to go on a protracted run, uh, they're going to need, as the cliche goes, their best players to be their best players. And Malkin is certainly on the short list of those guys. So if he can be at the top of his game, uh, that could be a big difference maker for them.
0: Now, it's not exactly a revelation to say on the other side of that coin that uh, when your bottom six plays, well, it gives you a much better shot in the playoffs, too. In that vein, Davey, how good is that Penguins bottom six? Because now that everybody's healthy, the third and fourth line look pretty good, don't they?
1: Yeah, they they do, especially you know, in the in the salary cap era, it's kind of tough to put together a you know, a, a good deep team. And uh, you know, the penguins seem to have, have managed to do that. They you know, their their fourth line, um, I think isn't necessarily a fourth line by uh by any stretch. That's that's a pretty good group and I, I think they could send almost any unit out you know in almost any situation and be comfortable that they'll uh you know acquit themselves pretty well they're they're pretty fortunate if they can stay healthy which again has been such a uh, huge issue this season i mean it's it's remarkable that they never had their lineup of choice intact for a single game all season they you know they started with uh the 20 players that mike sullivan wanted to dress uh, for a game against Edmonton on November 2nd, but Patrick Hornfist got hurt during that game. Um, so, you know, they uh, they never made it for three periods with, with their team intact. And, you know, they won't in these playoffs with uh, Dominic Simone out of the mix for sure and Nick Bukestad, uh presumably out as well. But uh, that aside, they, they do seem to have a, a, a pretty good group to to pick from.
0: This is a short camp, and it's in July. Each team plays only the one exhibition game. What are you expecting from the league in terms of the level of play when hostilities resume on the first?
1: I think the play will be pretty choppy for the first game, maybe uh, the better part of the first two. Um, I don't think this will necessarily be uh, equated to the first two games out of a Conventional training camp, though, I think you'll see guys uh, a lot more focused and intense because they're going to be playing for their seasons right away. I think uh, that will bring a clarity of thought uh, that might not be there, you know, in the early days of October under normal circumstances. Uh, there will be some time needed, you know, to uh, you know to get your timing back and, and your rhythm and get accustomed to being hit. And hitting seriously, uh, you know, despite the contact in, uh, you know, in the training camp scrimmages, uh, you know, guys aren't playing the body they will when when they're facing another team. So that that will take a little bit of time to get accustomed to, but I think the quality of play will will rise a little sooner than than you normally would see coming out of a training
0: camp. What are your expectations for the round robin among the top four seeds needs conference, Davey? Because I had uh, Kevin Weeks and uh, and Keith Jones on the show, and they said they expected those teams to take those like they were exhibition games. I don't know if, if, if that's wise because if you get the number one seed in a playoff where you reseed every round, that's as good as gold, isn't it?
1: It's important, but I, I mean – I think you you know and and it's nice to start the series at home although you know in this case you really wouldn't be starting the series at home you would just have the you know the tangible benefits like the last change that sort of thing that that go with being the home team um frankly I I'm more of this the school of thought of those guys that it that it's more important uh for teams to get themselves ready for the actual Best of seven series that they'll be playing against somebody who comes out of the qualifying round than it is to secure a uh, a particularly high seat. Especially, you know, you're not going to be getting your home crowd uh, in the playoffs. I I just think it, it's better to get your personnel issues resolved, get get your goaltending squared away if that if that happens to be an issue for your team, uh, get your special teams in sync. Um yeah, if uh, if I were coaching one of those uh four teams from each conference that that will be playing in the uh you know in in the round robin, my inclination I th- I think would be to approach those as exhibition games.
0: And finally, Davey, who is the toughest nut for the Penguins to crack in the Eastern Conference? Uh, which team is the most difficult matchup for them? <sighs>
1: um you know that that's kind of tough to say, and you know, uh, in part because we'll want to see how teams come out of this training camp and and out of this extended break. You know, there there's no precedent for any of this, so it, you know it's uh you know it, it, it's it's kind of tough to say. You know, the Penguins look like they're going to come out of it pretty sharp, based on what we've seen so far. Uh, the enthusiasm level seems to be pretty high in, in most camps around the league. Uh, if, uh, you know, if we were going straight into the playoffs from, uh, you know, from the regular season, I would have said that I thought Tampa Bay uh, would pose a great challenge just because there's some exceptional personnel there. Um, the, the same is true of Boston. Um but, you know, it's really – I'm reluctant to uh, to say much about anything until we see it at least a few games from these teams just because, it, you know, it's really tough to say, you know, what we're going to see in in circumstances that we've never witnessed before.
0: Davey, is always a pleasure. Uh, I know you tried to get inside the NHL bubble in Toronto. Why do you think you were repelled at the border? You're your criminal record, or because you're a known carrier of COVID nineteen. Well, I, I think those are both, uh, you know, plausible
1: explanations. I like to think that there was just an outbreak of uh, elevated standards uh, on the part of Canada Customs. Uh, and for what it's worth, uh, the writers aren't even trying to get inside the bubble. We, uh, they're not going to be permitted there, even the Canadian uh, ones. Um. You know, I I was a bit surprised to be turned away. You know, I I thought I did a reasonably good job of answering their questions, although I I have to admit that if they had asked three or four more, I was ready to confess to my role in the kidnapping of the Lindbergh baby and possibly the JFK assassination. Uh, But, uh, you know, so be it. And uh, uh, I and and the rest of our staff, I think, will... we will do the the very best job possible in in giving uh, the members of our site the the best coverage that we can of of the Penguins' uh, run in the playoffs.
0: I would expect nothing less. Davey, great stuff. We'll talk again soon, I hope.
1: My pleasure, Mark.
0: That's Dave Molinari.